Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to another Matt Forney Talks podcast. I really do appreciate you. Thank you very much. As a manager or owner, we tend to have two leading schools of thought. Schools of thought that of how we're going to run our business, how to run and operate our companies. The numbers, the ROI, return on investment, and basic, the growth of the business. What are we going to do to expand our business? Leading with these two thoughts, they guide our management style to run our companies. They guide our every word and action throughout each day. No matter how steadfast we are on how we run our companies, it seems we continually have complaints from associates and customers. We basically have two choices of what to do from this point on. We keep doing what we're doing. We write off associates and customers' issues as just complaining. We keep the I'm the boss attitude. What I say goes, and I know what's best for my company. It's my company. Or we desire change and seek change. We realize change is inevitable for growth. Seeking change, where do we begin? There is only one place for effective change in a business. One place where change will actually make a long-lasting difference. A difference that will resonate through the walls, the associates, and the business itself. I know we are all thinking the areas of our companies that must change. Maybe it's an associate, maybe it's a department, maybe it's a policy. From the vast experience as an associate, in my life, I've had many different jobs. I bounced around from different job to different job just trying to find my place in my career life. And then once I found out I, I want to be self-employed, so I got my self-employment experience as well. I've seen firsthand the concerns. Let's discuss the changes. Where do we even begin to make changes, changes that will make a difference? A change like this must be made at the management level or the owner level. This can be a huge pride issue for many owners or managers. Such a prideful issue that many, they won't change. Many would prefer to fail than change. The business isn't just a business to some people, just a thing to sell or a service to sell. Some built their companies from an idea or a dream. Their ways are steadfast in their beliefs that this company is theirs. It's their baby. Or the manager is so steadfast on the two core schools of thought to prove to himself or the owner that he can do it. How do we change? We must desire to change ourselves to be a leader first. Our pride as manager must be erased. The positional attitude, it must go. Positional attitude just means that I'm the boss. You do as I say. That's got to go. How do we know what to do? What do we do next? I believe we need to start listening. Actively listening to all our associates, to all the customers. Listening to and addressing their concerns. How do we actively listen? Especially in a situation where we feel like we're the boss and we're right and they're wrong. Letting that go and putting that aside, we need to give them their full attention. Go to a different room than your office if necessary. Get away from the phone or the computer, away from the distractions. 
Take notes if you need to. Restate their concerns to make certain you are clear and understand correctly. Let them know you will look into it and actually do look into it. Get back with them when necessary. Get in and work side by side with your associates. Pick a day, block out some time, physically work alongside your teams. Get to know them better, understand their work better. Many times, as managers, we don't even have experience working in certain departments. So we need some actual experience. We need to experience the work so we can understand what's really going on in our companies. Or if we do have the experience, it shows we are there to help and will do whatever it takes. If we trust them to hire them to work, to perform a task, to make us money, to make them money, should we not trust their input? Makes sense to me. Allow the policies and procedures to have room to adapt and change. If your company doesn't have written policies and procedures, I would say this is your next priority. No manager should enforce a rule that is unclear or not even written. Assumed rules will not only cause chaos, but distraction of the way of your business, the way you're trying to run your business, causing constant upheaval. If each associate can interpret the unwritten policies, in the end, who is right? Regardless, the one at fault is always the manager, the boss, the person that decided not to have written policies and procedures. Many times we see chaos in our companies. The sad part is most of the upheaval isn't from the associates. It's not their issues. It's from the lack of order and rules for management. Most, if not all associates, desire guidelines and rules. Something to follow. It's extremely difficult to succeed in any position where the steps or guidelines are vague or absent. This also opens the door for upheaval and disrespect. Policies and procedures must never be assumed. To lead, to lead properly, to be the leader that everybody wants to follow, you must have clear and direct objectives. Lead from in front, have a true open door policy, actively listening to all requests and concerns. The more we follow these steps, the better managers we will become. The staff will follow your lead. Remember, it's your lead they're following. Be the manager, the leader that you yourself would follow.